Again, so we were discussing last, we were discussing the past few weeks the idea of chinuch and the idea of chinuch is not about is not about uh, not about creating anything, but it's about revealing and it's about bringing the potential out of the child. And the only way the only way you can make sure that is gam kiyask on the yasumimena that even when the child grows old, the child remains on the straight and narrow is when it's not about the parent and it's not about the classroom and it's not about the home. It's about the child himself and you're able to bring out the hidden dormant potential and talents of the child. So then, yeah, so then. It doesn't make a difference if the parent never sees the child. It doesn't make if you know if the parent's not there and if the school's not there. The child will always be the child that they that they've grown and they blossomed to become within the yeshiva and within the home that they grew up in because they revealed who they really are. And that's the point of chinuf. Then he explained to us last time that we also have to realize that when we're looking at a child, the child is not a developed product. A child is at the beginning stages of his development. So don't ever look at a child and say, okay, this child's a wild child. No child's wild. A child, ha- a child may have a natural tendency to be more alive. That's not wild, that's alive. Now that, that being alive can be channeled. Like we saw from the topic last week. Right, la- anytime you're labeling. Labeling means that you think this is a finished product. Right? And he said, all of us would laugh at anyone who took an unripe fruit, bit into it and said, this is terrible. Or a person who takes a seed and bites into it and says, yeah, this doesn't taste good. I don't know why people like apples. The apple seeds don't taste good. And this is where the apples come from. Give it time. Okay. Wait a little bit. And the, and the seed will develop into a tree, develop into a fruit. And eventually you'll be able to taste the fruit, but it takes time. Adam eats a sada. Every person is compared to a tree. And therefore we take time to develop. And that's crucial for us to recognize about ourselves. And it's crucial as parents and as mechanchem to recognize that about the children, that children take time to develop. And therefore don't ever label a child as being something. They may have a tendency towards it and that's fine. Like he said, there's no ein mida. His lashon was ein mida v'tevara b'hechlo b'yisrael. B'yelad b'yisrael. There's no mida and there's no tevara. There's no bad nature and there's no bad mida which is intrinsically in the child. It's just a mida which needs to be harnessed and channeled towards using the right way. And he gave us examples. A kid is, a kid is an action. Yeah, a kid is a terrible action, right? So, okay, if you can use that right, that can be the greatest, the greatest, uh, the greatest tool of Avayis Hashem. Rabbi tells us many, many times, You need to be an action of Avayis Hashem. Things are not going well, so many of us will give up very easily, right? We say, it's not going, it's not happening. I feel like it's not working, so I give up. You need to be an action. You need to push forward. The kid has kas. The kid, is, the kid gets angry easily. All that means is that he has a fire inside of him which that fire can be used for Slavis and Torah and Tvila. It can be used and channeled directly. And therefore, don't look at the child as a finished product. Recognize he's a seed. And your avayda is how to bring out those, that potential to the reality. And that's the avayda of every mechanach and, and, every, and every parent. Rav to page Yud Aleph. It tells us something unbelievable here. Pretty, uh, pretty harsh and pretty scary. But uh, it's important to know. And I think it's, it rings true in 2020, perhaps even more than it did in 1930. He says like this, Val Yizet, yeah? On this, our hearts become sad, and the here and our and the here and our heart and our head stands up. We look at the younger generation. How they go out and become kaifrim, right? They go out to the world of kfira, and they go out to the world of hefker. They hate Hashem, yeah. They hate Hashem and 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 call Yisrael. Right, we look at the generation. We look at we look at the challenges of the generation, and we see the generation's lacking. So, Manali Rashi Yeshiva is what happens. You go over to the average Rashi Yeshiva of a good Yeshiva, and you say, "Do you see what's going on in the streets? Do you see what's taking place with today's generation? Do you see how kids are suffering and how they're going through challenges? What do they tell you?" They're found What do they deal with? They're involved in the Berachas Shmuel, the Kavit Shirim, the Ritva, the Rajma. They're involved in the world of Yeshiva. They're involved in the world of their Bachram. Yeah, Rak Bechurei Chem and Negen Who do they see? 
Who do they see? They see the Aleph Shir guys, right? Because that's what their yeshiva is. The yeshiva is a yeshiva which is created for the elite. The yeshiva is a yeshiva which is created for guys who know how to sit and learn. Therefore, what do they see, huh? Huh? The inside is the same as the outside. Okay, yeah, I'm not rough. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Could be what he's saying what he's saying later. But I'm not 100 percent sure. But what he says is, is that is that they look and they look negative name. All they have is the guys who are sitting and learning, right? So they say, they 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 comfort themselves and they say, hey, at the harbor Yeah, this kid's on the street. This kid's off the derech. It's true. Avalei Alman Yisrael Klal Yisrael wasn't left alone. Yeah? Look at my yeshiva. I have 200 guys sitting and learning. You show up at 8 in the morning. The place is already learning a half hour before davening. First Seder is a roar in the base medrash. BMG is 5,000 people. Okay, yeah, it's true. Not everybody is in BMG. But Lamaisa, there's yeshivas like there's never been before. There's kailam like there's never been before. The yeshivas are learning at a higher level than they probably ever learned at before. Regard, don't, don't, don't talk so much about the challenges of the generation and kids going off of there. Baruch Hashem, we're good. I think, I think we're good. Yeah? Take your head out of the sand. Take your head out of the four walls of the yeshiva and look beyond the walls. You're right. In your walls, you have 200 guys who are sitting and shagging first seder, second seder, and night seder. Right? And the guys there are doing unbelievable. But the world is not only about the four walls of a yeshiva. There's a whole generation out there. And the generation is dealing with challenges that they never dealt with before. And there's kids that are, that are falling off like they never fell off before. So don't, don't comfort yourself and pat yourself on the back and say, I can stand up and give my sheer clully and I have 200 people there sitting and listening and writing notes you know, for an hour and a half and therefore Kalei Yisrael is in a good place. You're right. There's a part of Kalei Yisrael in a good place. But don't, don't view, don't put all of Kalei Yisrael in the box that's called your yeshiva. Yeah, Get your head out of the four walls of yeshiva. Look at all the people on the outside in the streets. Look at all the people that are suffering. The people that are thirsty for a real, genuine connection to Hashem. Look what happened to the Chorban of Yishalayim. The Batim Adrashas that were full of Lime de Torah become empty. Especially talking at his time and the scholar was raging and people were, you know, people were going off. Look what's going on. There's, there's, now, there's now groups which get together which talk about Kfira. Right? So you're, you're excited and you're happy because in your yeshiva you have guys which are sitting and learning and it's an unbelievable great A yeshiva. But get, the, get your head out of the yeshiva and start to recognize that there's a full big generation which is suffering and a generation which needs help. Yeah, Rahman al Yeah. You said that Yeah, it's just so Kfir there's words when it's copper and it's black. Yeah, Kfir and Hester. Yeah, so again, maybe in his generation it was more people actually Exactly. It was people who were more involved. In the Enlightenment was probably people who were actually like he's talking about these groups which got together to talk about Kfira. He's probably talking about the Enlightenment and that movement which is taking place at that time. But uh but yeah, you're right. But you know most of us it's the world of Hefkar that he's talking about as well. But but again, but forget about the people that learned in yeshiva and how let how you know how many guys have left the yeshiva system. But look at the people that are working. Everyone knows that the, the average guy, the average balabas, you know, sixty years ago, eighty years ago, the simple people, they were yudim namanim, right? They sat in the back and they said to him and they knew, you know, they they learned the Urcha Shulchan and Mishnah Bura. It's a very very simple people. 
not big people, but they were connected. They were connected in a way that, uh, that people nowadays, people who are bali malach of a seichem are not connected. So first of all, you have the people that didn't make it through the system. And even the people that made it through the system, when they go out to work, look what's happening. The world is not the way it should be. So you're only dealing with guys in first year, second year, and third year, right? So you're dealing with a limited, a limited group of people who when they're in your yeshiva, they're staging. That's great. But what happens to all the people that didn't make it to your yeshiva? And even the people that made it to your yeshiva, do, are you keeping up with the alumni? Do you know what's taking place after they leave yeshiva? You know what's taking place when they go out to work? Are you, are you in touch with the, with, the, with the challenges of somebody who's working in a real way? To understand what the challenges of davening three times a dominion and learning and Shemir Sanayim and Masumat and Bamuna are for a guy who's not in yeshiva? So, okay, you're happy with the guys in yeshiva are doing well. But first of all, you need to be able to be training them in a way where training them in a way that it will remain with them when they go out, when they go out into the world of working. And also to make sure that you're, you're helping the generation as a whole. And, and therefore, don't be complacent and don't be happy with the chaver that you have around you in yeshiva when you're not recognizing that there's a bigger issue going on. Yeah, those words are such, are such scary words, right? Take your head out, my Arba Amashal Yeshiva is saying. Yeah, take your head out of the four walls. And I was just talking to a Rebbe in a certain yeshiva, obviously without mentioning names. And I was just asking him, I was like, I know the Rosh Yeshiva is. I just took a him, you know, a few years ago. And I just said, I was like, does he know, like, I was like, I know some of his alumni. Like, I happen to be friends with a few of his alumni from this specific yeshiva. I said, like, does he, does he really know what's going on with these chevra? I was like, I spoke to some of them. Like, I spoke to them on a very basic level. I'm not very, very close to these guys. Guys I'm friendly with, I spoke to them about what's going on in their lives. Most of these guys are not davening three times a day, not davening once a day with a minion. You know what I mean? Learning is basically non, you know, not, not a factor in their life. They're dealing with tremendous challenges, with chenuch and with shalom bias. And I was like, does he know? So he said, I'll tell you the truth, I don't really think he's in touch with Chlal. He's Baruch Hashem, he gives a great share, and the Olam Yeshiva does very well, and he helps guys get into learning, but I don't think he's in touch with what's going on outside of the four walls of Yeshiva. And the Beast says the same. So, again, you can pat yourself on the back and say that everything's fine, but it's not really fine. And he's going to say in a minute, even the guys that we have in Yeshiva, don't, don't be so confident, right? First of all, because they're going to eventually leave Yeshiva. Most people eventually go out to work, right? Right, that's the reality of the world, is that most people, most people will eventually not stay in Kuwait Kaidash, maybe in this city a little bit less than other cities, but that's the reality of, of the world. And even the people in Yeshiva, right? A guy who's sitting and learning, that doesn't mean that it's Yesaydas, it doesn't mean that the foundation's okay. He could be sitting and learning, he could be learning three star a day, and his foundation's totally crumbling. And it may not come out right now, and maybe in, it, in your Yeshiva showing up to every Seder and learning, but if you don't get down to, to the Pneumius, if you don't get down to what's going on in the inside, so one day the kid's going to crack. One day everything is going to crumble and the whole thing is going to fall. But hopefully, you know, it won't, it won't crumble to, you know, at the expense of his marriage and his family and his kids and his Yiddishkeit. But something needs to be done to make sure that we're, we're dealing with the reality on the ground. We're dealing with the reality of the generation. And again, this is 1930. This is not 2020, but it's, it's 2020. Right? It's, it's, we, we, can't, we can't be complacent with the amount of yeshivas that have been created over the past you know, 50 years, the amount of kailam. We also have to be cognizant of what's really taking place within the yeshivas and what's taking place when people leave yeshivas and what's taking place with all the people that don't make it to the yeshivas. Right? This whole Urbaram Lapiansky, this whole book of right? Bentara for Life, and this whole Baruch Hashem over the past five years, it's become, I think, more of a conversation than it ever was. But this whole conversation about the transition for a guy from yeshiva to the workplace is a very, very difficult transition. And, and if people are not preparing people for it, 
in a way of you know, giving them over what we're going to be talking about, giving them, so then you're leaving people with basically no tools in their arsenal to be able to deal with the outside world. So again, in your yeshiva, they're doing great, but you need to be able to also look beyond the walls of your yeshiva. Look at the people that aren't making it in, and look at the people that leave the yeshiva to ensure that they're still able to hold on. Gam ki yaskin, so if the point of your yeshiva is to make sure that everybody knows the Birch Shmuel and the Rajma and the Ritva and the Gemara well, maybe when the child leaves yeshiva and he's not able to sit and learn Gemara B'in, he's going to fall off the path. He's not going to be able to stay connected. But if the point of the yeshiva is not about getting everybody to, you know, make sure that everybody has the Gemara, that's a tool. Again, learning Gemara is a tool to be able to connect to Hashem. And, and, and it's looking at the greater picture of the child. And it's looking at the child as a seed. And it's bringing out the hidden dormant potential of the child and the, re, and the, and the capabilities of the child. So then, yeah, Gamki Yaskin, the child leaves yeshiva. He's been empowered to be able to take on the outside world. He has the capabilities to be able to get through the challenges of the average day because... It's about him. It's not about his Rosh Hashiva. And even if he never talks to his Rosh Hashiva again, he has the tools to be able to get through the world. And therefore, that's, that's the, these words. Again, yeah? we need to take our, take our heads outside of the four walls of the Yeshiva and recognize the greater challenges which are taking... Yeah. We have to, have, to, uh, have to take those challenges. Are we so confident in the children that we do have in our yeshiva? Have we done everything that we need to do with the kids that are in yeshiva now? It's possible that the children that made it all the way through, the kids that are in third year, those that are ready, you know, those that are really full, those that have spent years and years and years in yeshiva, it's possible. We're a little bit more confident than them because if a guy's made it all the way through, hopefully we can be a little more confident that he's on, you know, I'll stay on the straight and narrow and he's actually full of something. There's something going on inside and it's not just external. Not every kid makes it to 12th grade. Not every kid makes it to first year by Smedrash, right? Not every kid gets all the way to that place. How many children have there been who they didn't have the proper Rebbe? They didn't have somebody who was able to get them to be able to recognize who they are, to be able to learn their limut properly. And they went out to work. Why did they go out to work? Not because they needed a parnas, and not because you know they, 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 they couldn't... Uh, you know, they, they needed to, to make money to provide for their family. They wanted to work because nobody helped them in yeshiva. And they felt that, okay, yeshiva is not for me. Learning is not for me. They wrote off Yiddish guy and they basically went out. A thousand kids come into yeshiva. One kid goes out to Paskin, which means out of all the kids that get into the yeshiva, most of them don't make it to the top. Most of them don't make it all the way to the end. Huh? No, he's very into the system. He's very into the system. Yeah, he's, 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 no, he's not, again, there's not, a, it's not, awareness. He's, he's, yeah, he's into recognizing what the realities of the children are. I don't know, this is, this is the system we're learning, the system of the Piazza. He's very into his system, yeah? It's, it's, it's not a system, it's about, it's about the Mechanchem and the Rebbeim being, being conscious of the child who the child this is, is an individual. This, yeah, this is a system. This is the system. Yeah. Being cognizant and conscious of the child, recognizing what the challenges are, and being able to work with them to ensure that they're able to get to the higher shiurim, and to also ensure that when they go out, they're able to stay connected. How can we be confident that when they leave yeshiva, they don't slowly start falling off the path? We see 
We all know kids who are in yeshiva, guys who learn through regular yeshivas, spent years in yeshiva, and slowly the challenges get to them. If they don't have the tools, they don't have the ability to be able to deal with it, they were never given the yesidus, the foundations. So then if, if the whole Yiddish guide is about the, about the limud, and there's no foundations there, and Baruch Hashem and the kid was in yeshiva, showed up to Seder, but he never worked on the inside, and what was going on on the inside, on his premius, so then what happens when you don't have three star a day? What happens when you're not learning the in? What happens when you don't have a, a mashkiach there making sure you're up? What happens is that a person falls off because my, my Yiddishkeit wasn't about the inside, it was about the outside, it was about me showing up to Seder. And now that there's no Seder for me to show up to, so what, what do you want from me? Right? I, I can't show up to Seder because I'm working. So my melee start falling off. And therefore, the, the, therefore the, the yesoid of a machanach and the yesoid of a parent is give the child the capabilities to be able to be a Yid on their own. Give them the ability to be able to recognize their own inherent kaiches. Right? They're not going to Why don't we work on figuring out how to help the kids while they're still by us? Every kid that ever went off the derech, every kid that ever went off the derech started in school, right? There's no kid that didn't start in pre one Right, even if one of them in second grade, he was in first grade. Right, so every kid, right? So you know, we're talking about Kiruv, right? So Kiruv is basically about going and getting fry Yidin who were never, never, you know, introduced to Yiddish guy. Let's go introduce them to Yiddish guy so they come back, they come on the derech, and they're able, they're able to serve the Rabbanu Shalom. Why don't we also work on the kids that are here already and make sure that we we bring them up in a way that we don't have to deal with their challenges, right? We all know the joke with the, with the Chelm or the bridge in Chelm. Right? There was a bridge in Chelm that was a broken, there was a broken bridge in Chelm. And every day, people used to take their horse and buggy off it, and they used to fall. And people would, people would die, people would get injured, it was terrible. So all the, the Chachmei Achelm got together, and they said, what are we going to do? They said, we need to figure out an this is terrible. So said, you know what, we're going to raise money, and we're going to build a hospital on the, bottom, on the bottom of the bridge, right? They built a massive hospital, and anyone who fell off, right away, they were able to help him. You're a fool, everybody was on the bridge at one point. If you just fix the bridge... If you just make the bridge a bridge that people can get over, you don't need a hospital. So instead of figuring out how we can help the guys who are already, you know, way out there, why don't we figure out how we can create a world in which the parents and the mechanchem are working to bring out the inherent, inherent kaychas of the child, and then memela, we won't have these issues, right? So every child that ever went off the derech was one time in the system. When he was a child, he was in our hands. He was in our chadarim. Why didn't we figure out how to attach this kid to Yiddishkeit when he was young? And then we'll ensure that, yeah, we don't deal, we don't deal with the challenges. So, Again, it's important to create organizations which help the kids off the derech. That's very, very important. But it's also important to, instead of just making hospitals, to also try to fix the bridge, to also figure out how we as parents and we as mechanchim can work out how we can ensure the kids aren't falling off the bridge. You have to know if you're already, uh, you already, you already at the point that you're making a hospital and not... Uh, so it's, again, chenech starts from day one, right? There's no chenech doesn't start when the kid's 15. And the, kid, yeah, yeah. the first time the kid wants a smartphone, that's not when the chenech begins, right? Chenech begins from day one. And, and it begins, like you said before, it begins working on ourselves. That's a key thing. Like I remember, remember Berkowitz said, uh, he said that the, the most important thing in a, in a home, the most important, important thing in a home is simcha. That's the most important thing in a home. Before anything else, the, the number one, it's the number one crucial, you know, decisive factor whether a child's going to grow up a good, healthy child is simcha in the home. If there's happiness in the home constantly, consistent happiness, the child's going to be okay. I, what do you do if, you, if you're not always happy? Right? You've got to work on yourself, right? You've got to figure out how to become always happy, how to, how to be able to live you know, a world of simcha. But again, if your child grows up in a happy home, you know, statistically speaking, the kid's a way, way better kid, way, way has be- way better chances than, than any other kid. 
who grows up in, a, in an unhealthy home. So again, so you're right. The first step is simcha, but then you also have to make sure that you're simcha. So first step is giving over the yisaidus. You need to make sure we have the yisaidus, mm-hmm. right? And Rabbi Elephant was talking about this a lot. I spoke to him about this personally, and I remember he was talking about this in a speech recently, right? Again, don't either, and he's going to talk about this. Don't either just rely on the school system, right? Don't you know? Don't assume that the school is going to take care of your kid and say, "Okay, I'm the parent. I don't have the time to do this. I don't have the time to give my kid the say this. I don't have the time to take care of my kid to be able to you know deal with each individual child and bring out their potential and bring." Out, that's what I said. That's what I pay. I pay ten thousand dollars in tuition for the kid. They're, they're squeezing me. They're squeezing me. You know, out of all the money that I have, let them at least do their job and be mechanic the kitchen properly. And the kid should come home on Shabbos afternoon and be a well-behaved kid. What I have to deal with the chutzpah of my kid? Let the school take care of him. Right? That, 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 that's not either MS. Right? The schools are not meant, to, not, not meant to raise your children. You're meant to raise your children. Babysitters don't raise your children. Livings don't raise your children. And schools don't either raise your children. Right? Every one of us. And that's why this is important. Even if we're not malamdim, this is important because we're, we're all parents. Or we're going to be parents. This is, this is our avoid. This figuring out, okay, it starts from day one. It starts at home. It starts with us. It starts with us recognizing what chinach means. How to do proper chinach. How to be able to bring the child up. When the child moves out. The child goes to yeshiva. The child will be okay. That's uh, that's the avoda. That's a crucial, crucial, uh, crucial part of it. Can I, can I okay. Yeah, we're gonna stop everything up. Yes, can we go? Yeah. Everybody's learning or hanging around if they're not.